I've saved you in my phone as Ash exposing Convid. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I know you. Yeah, from... I've, got, I've got a lot of people with like one name and then COVID next to it who I've met on like the demos or whatever. So yeah, I'm quite polite about it. Like yeah. I, I never say, you know, Ash. A lot of people just used to call me COVID. Yeah. You're COVID, didn't you? You're the COVID guy. And I was just like, you know, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it's not a great. It's not a great name to be called COVID, is it? You know. No, no, you don't want to be called COVID. No, and but you're also convid. Convid, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't. We don't like. Co- you know, it's a mixture of a convert, a con, a and con. a con, and an idiot, and it's everything mixed in. <laughs> it's just all in one. Yeah, it's like ah, I don't want to be called that. But listen, look, um, you got a great big following on Instagram. You mm. post regularly. You have these little rants in your car, which mm. I think are hilarious. I love them. Mm. I love a good rant. Mm. But listen, I want to ask you some quick questions, right? Just quick oh. answers. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, no type things. Sweet. Do you have a PhD? No. Do you have a master's? No. Um. Are you a professor? No. Are you an expert? Depends on what you're asking me. <laughs> Think about this question. Are you an expert? No. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a BSc honours? No. That's a no. That's a no. Okay. Do you have do you have a diploma of any sort? No. Do you have A levels? No. Do you, <laughs> So for the American audience, do you have, for example, like a college, you know, diploma or anything like that? Nah, never went to college, no. Not, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> GCSEs. G- yeah. GCSEs, right, Finished my friend. high school, yeah. Do do you have? Do you have? Um, what was I going to say? Do you ha- have? you had the vaccines? No. Dude, do you believe uh, that we had a pandemic? No. No, I don't. Dude, what you've demonstrated is how fracking intelligent you are. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been, uh, what's the word? I haven't been uh, tainted by the, uh, the school curriculum. Why is it? Why is it some of the smartest so-called people with all the titles and the degrees and everything can't see the fracking obvious, you know, right in front of them? Because... Um, Book smarts is completely different to um, being conscious. Mm. Two completely different things, you know, and you're either born conscious or you're not. It's that simple. It's not something you can really learn. I don't believe you've either got it or you haven't. I learned it from an early age. I used to play a lot of football when I was a kid and I was really good at football. And I think my biggest attribute was being conscious, conscious on the pitch, conscious of who was around me at the time, Mm. conscious of when the ball comes to me and what I'm going to do with it in the moment. You know, and it's the same kind of thing in life. You know, I was conscious that I was being lied to. You know, at the start of it all, I believed it. I was, I was there right at the beginning. I believed it. You know, I remember going to the Sainsbury's with the, with the wife at the time. And, you know, we go out for that Monday and uh, we get back and she'd be like, oh, I want to go down the shop for something. And I thought, no, nah, nah, this is serious. You know, this is a, a world pandemic. You know, they're shutting down the country states. Like, we can't, we can't do that. And then it was about, Three weeks into it, and a friend of mine said, you know, they're still flying people in from China. And I was like, no, never. That's, like, that's impossible. You know, if, I'm, you know mm. if I was in charge of the country, first thing you do is lock down and travel from China. That's just, that just goes without saying. No, no, let's just say one thing. How cool yeah. would it be if you were in charge of the country? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd do an all right job if I'm honest. But... Mate, do you know what? I also, I also think, you know, forget... Forget a four-year, five-year term. Yeah. 
I'm not lying. I think in one single afternoon, mm. I could sort out 90% of all the shit that's mm. going wrong in the world and in our country, like mm. in our country, mm. like in one afternoon, mm. I could fucking fix it. Yeah. And this idea that, oh no, we can't fix it. No, no, no. It's complicated. No, no. Mm. Oh, trust me. To get me into power, mm. see, see what would happen. <laughs> so yeah, I would. Definitely be happy. You could be in my. You could be in my cabinet. Yeah, I'd love to have a go. I really would. Like, I couldn't listen. I couldn't do any worse than what they're doing now. Could I? Right. No, but yeah, no. I just once I found that out, that was my red flag. That's what started it all for me, and that's when I made the page. And it weren't for anyone else. It was literally just for myself. It was just to have somewhere that I could log all the things that didn't add up or didn't seem right, or I knew they were lying to me. So I started putting it down. It's anyway. like a diary. It's like, yeah, it's quite cathartic. What, it's literally what it was. It was a way of just documenting what I was finding. Cause like no one really knew what was going on. You know, at the time I still believed there was a virus knocking around and, and then it just grew. It went from like, you know, thousand people, 3000 people, 10,000 people. And then within like two, three months, I was like 60 thousand people following the page. And that's when I knew, look, I'm, I'm not the only one here who thinks this now. There mm. are many other people who are questioning what's going on because it just didn't add up and what really did it for me is I had a Barney with the missus that morning <laughs> you know we've you know been locked down with one another so much and that's alright yes yeah, as, as long as you as long as you make up afterwards that's it yeah and I, I, I went out that day and by me there's a massive hospital it's called St Helia and they had a huge vaccine centre uh, testing centre there so that morning I had a Barney with her and I was like you know I'm going out gone down there and I decided I was going to stand around there and sort of see what was going on and try and speak to the people coming in and out and just be like, you know, like, why, why are you testing? Like, what's the point? You know, testing for a disease that's so deadly mm. that, you know, people didn't know they had it. Pop the cabins to, in a car park. You have to test it. Yeah. You have to test it to <laughs> find Everything. it. It's just ridiculous. Like, and yeah, I, I went down there and I, I, I started getting yumped with people. If I'm honest, like I was wound up next to the night. No, you <laughs> please, please turn up. And they tell me, uh, you got to go. I said, what do you mean I've got a gas? It's free country. I can do what I want. They said, no, you're not allowed out. We're in lockdown. I said, no, I'm not having it. No. They said, well, basically, if you don't go, we're going to arrest you. They bloody arrested me. And I ended up getting taken to Croydon Police Station. I sat in there for about an hour and a half. Had a proper go at the sergeant behind the, the desk at the time. And that just telling them, you know, this is all nonsense. Like, you know, what are you doing and all that? And then I, they released me. And I remember walking home and I did a live on the, on the page. And that's what really kicked it off you know people could see that um, I'm not having this no more this is ridiculous everything we're being told is is, is lies based on lies you know no, nothing's adding up here it's all bullshit all bullshit from day one you know I, I said bullshit so you felt comfortable <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I could sense you when you said it's all lies I was like I, he wants to say a bit more I've, I've got really good at, at holding my tongue when I speak now, I back in the day it used to just be mate you know what I love about you you are so freaking transparent you're almost as transparent as me like I have not got a poker face. you're like it's so <laughs> mate it's bullshit yeah, it was from start and every and I think I think now everybody they might not know the ins and outs of the whole story but I guarantee you most people if not all now know that wasn't what we were told. Yeah. There's, but there's a big camp of people who I think are clinging on to, no, no, like, you know, there were, we didn't know any better and the people were trying to help us or it was just a bit of incompetence. Mm -hmm. You know, those kind of people like who are still like, I'm still going for my booster. 
no, no, no. There's no incompetence. This is the grandest form of competence you've ever seen. None of this incompetence, my ass. And um, and there's none of this. Oh, but they were trying to do the best. What? While they're having cheese and wine and parties and, you know, cheese and wine for me, Mm. lockdowns for thee. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) I just can't believe there's still people out there, you know, arguing the point now. You know, or 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 trying to make um, excuses as to why these people did what they did, you know? like like you've like you've already shown today. I've got no qualifications in anything. You know, I'm not an expert in anything. So if I knew, you know, little old me with no qualifications, then how do these people who are you know experts, sk- yeah, skilled in whatever they do, chief, they didn't know. chief. I mean, they got they got a chief in front of their title, <laughs> chief scientific <laughs> officer. I mean, like it's not even like. Pretty good scientific officer, <laughs> you know, top sign chief. I mean, this. I mean, can you imagine being called chief? Yeah. Like, I'd love to be called chief. Hey, chief, chief Malik. You know, it's <laughs> freaking awesome. This guy, you know, chief medical officer, chief scientific officer. I mean, the idea that they didn't know. Mm. Come on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there's no excuses, and and the thing is as well, you can't even say like, well, no one was telling us. Yeah, we told you at the start. We told you why it was happening. We're telling you now after it's happened. And yet you want to stand there and say, well, we didn't know. That's yeah. nonsense. It's nonsense because there were so many people out there telling you that at the time, being arrested for telling you that at the time as well, you know? But you know what you just said? Like, you, I, I've, you know, I've got no education. I've not, mm. not any qualification. You know, you remind me of my, what my dad said to me, you know, my late father. Mm. So he came over from Pakistan when he was like 16, hitchhiked all the way with like five quid in his pocket, <laughs> um, worked Every day of his life, never had any benefits. Mm. You know, he was invited to this country because they needed immigrants. He worked in the shipyards and the ice cream van and markets and everything. And he would say to me, son, my biggest regret is that I am not educated. Mm. And that is different from being intelligent. Mm, Totally. I have the brains, but I don't have the education. I have the brains and the knowledge, but I struggle to express myself. And what I want from you is, son, to learn, get educated and use that brain to express yourself because so much evil happens. And in today's world, the battle isn't with the sword or the gun, it's with the mind. And um, so you might not have the letters after your name, but mate, one thing you've demonstrated is you're highly intelligent. Thank you. And that's why it's great to be sitting next to you. Thank you very much. And I'm comparing you with my dad, so that's high praise. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate that, yeah. Yeah, no. It's like you said. It's not. It's it's not about book smarts. It's it's what you. It's what you feel. It's what you know. know, They're the they're the biggest things from the beginning of it. I've gone with my gut feeling. Something don't sit right. That's your body. That's your body's warning signs saying to you something's not right in this situation. You know, it's like when you get scared and 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 the hair stand up on on your arms. That's your body telling you something's not right in this situation. So as soon as you start ignoring those signals, you're lying to yourself. And that's the worst thing you can do as a person, in my opinion. Once you start lying to yourself, once you start deceiving yourself and fooling yourself into believing these things, it's still downhill from there for me. You know? Mate, what you just said, you have no idea how powerful that is. Mm. So what, you, what day is it today? It's Friday. Friday what? The 15th. 15th of December. Yeah. So Thursday, 15th of December, 2022, I did a video which went viral on Twitter. That's when I got on the scene. So before that, early on in January 2022, mm-hmm. I had been on GB News fighting against the mandates. Mm-hmm. And I went on the marches, handed in a petition, but I didn't want the limelight. I'm not a 
some of the pandemic ambulance chasers out there. Me, 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 me. Mm. Mate, you see me. I just, like, I'm a family man. Wanted to live a quiet life. That's it. But last year, exactly to this day, my friend, Mad. that's when I did a video. And, and what it, you probably haven't seen it, but what I said was something weird going on. Mm. Like, I'm seeing a lot of injuries and harms and my doctor colleagues are also talking about stuff and no one wants to talk about it. They're all scared. Mm. But I think we need to look at this, the biggest human experiment known to man in history. Maybe that's causing it. Like, surely we should just stop, pause and investigate. Yeah. That's when all this shit happened. That's when the ton of bricks started falling on my head. Take down that video. Your practicing privileges will be taken away. Why don't, this is not in your scope of practice. And I wrote back saying to all these medical directors, two, two of them from two different hospital groups. Um, and it was immediate, like literally the next day, boom, on my, in my inbox. I was like, whoa, never had any run in with the trouble. I, it's like, like imagine you being the squeaky clean school pupil yeah, yeah. and suddenly head master is like saying, uh, come up to my office in the morning. You're like, what, the, what? what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? Like, no matter what. I'm just saying what I'm saying. Yeah. You're like, you know? what, 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 what? And then, so if anything, you would have thought, the, the headmaster would be like, oh, you saw someone cheating. Oh, you, you saw a bully picking us on. Oh, tell me about it and we'll investigate. And we sort it out. Instead, headmaster's like, no, if you, if you say anything ever again, you're in, trouble. you're in trouble. And you're like, what the frick? That doesn't even make sense. That's red flags straight away. Right. Straight away. The fact that you can't even speak about something proves that there's an agenda going on, you know? Right. 100%. So when they said stop, stop tweeting, being who I am, I was like, fuck you. Mm. I'm going to tweet like a Tweety Bird. Yeah. And I did Even me. more. <laughs> Even more. Oh, so up until that point, I was on Instagram following people like you and posting stuff and feet and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I had a very small account on Twitter, just like you on Instagram, however, within months, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, took, took off. And same as you. This is what I'm trying to share with you. The story, like, is so similar. I realized that what I was saying was resonating with people. And up until that point, we were made to feel like we we're fringe, we we're the my, tiny minority, we we're weirdos and quacks, we and we we're alone. And suddenly you're like, holy moly, there's an army of people that feel like us. Yeah. Um, anyway, that today's the anniversary when it all kicked off, and it's ended in me being suspended, referred to the GMC, losing my practice in two hospitals, and then having to just wrap up in the last hospital because, frankly, I've been losing money for three months and there's nothing left. And no one wants to touch me. No. I'm persona non grata. So despite being a really good surgeon, excellent surgeon, and calling out the breach of medical ethics, the wrongs that we're seeing in our medical profession, the judiciary, the regulatory bodies, instead of the headmaster saying, well done, Ahmed, mm. you get a sticker today. Mm. It's Ahmed, you're expelled from school. Yeah. Just mental. It is. It's just like, I just, like I was saying to you, it's, just, it's like we live in this alternative world, you know, where there is no such thing as justice or anything like that. Like, you know, the, the good people are are losing here, you know, and it doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. And I think we're at a point where it's like a tipping balance, you know, and I, f I feel like we are really close. I've said this probably loads of times over the years, but I do at the moment, with everything that's coming out, I feel like we're really, really close to it going public. You know, the problem, the problem I have at the moment now is, is, is who's leading us to this point. You know, there's a lot of, how can I put it? False, 
false idols, if that makes sense. You know? I love that. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And there's a lot of them, you know. And these They're people, all over the place. They're, they're taking control of what's happening. And what Amen. They're, what they're going to end up doing is getting all these people off the hook because it's going to be, oh, well, we didn't know. Oh, well, it was just down to incompetence. And this is where we are right now, you know. And distracting from the reality. Like, there's so many people in the so-called freedom movement still talking about goddamn pandemic. And I'm like, no, uh-uh. No, 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 no. And it's like you're giving validity to something that wasn't there. Like, you know, there was no unicorn. Stop, it, stop talking about the unicorn. It's re- the, the problem you have is it's really hard for a lot of people to um, to say what they maybe think as well. You know, I've been very straight with where I come from since the start. You know, I'm, I'm more than confident now to say I don't believe there ever was a, a virus. I don't believe COVID-19 existed. I believe that, you know, the vast majority of the deaths, if not all the deaths, were from something completely different. The only reason the majority of them were down as a COVID death was because of the, the dodgy tests. That that doesn't prove that exists. You know, flu disappeared. <laughs> it's just, there's just so many, there's so many facts there that prove why it doesn't exist. So it's not even going into the science side of it. I know, I know. So I'm totally open to that. Mm. The thing, the only thing I would say is in January 2020, mm. I was hit with something I've never had before. Mm. I'll be honest with you. I was, I was really unwell. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. And I had a double dip. I got a bit better. Then I got really unwell. I mm. lost sense of smell for three months. Never had any of that. Now, it might be just a really bad flu or whatever, but I'm just saying something mm. happened to me. Oh, no, no, no. That nothing no, has no ever doubt happened that there before. There might have been something going around, whatever mm. it might be. Yeah. You know, yeah. whether your body's reacting to the 5G, <laughs> the, the network that they put up when Maybe. we're to look, whatever. Maybe. Toxins, whatever. But, I'm open to all yeah. of it. Mate, I'm open to all of it. Yeah. But my point is, I don't believe that what they told us existed exists. 100%. That's just, that's just my personal opinion. Well, I've had a lot of scientists here talking about like JJ Cooey and Jonathan Engler and Nick Hudson, everybody, you know, and they, what they've said is, look, there was the lethality of whatever this was, was no more than a flu season. Mm. Right. Mm. So this idea that we had a killer pandemic, eh, eh, no. not happening. The stats prove it. And stats prove it. And the all cause mortality wasn't any greater in 2020. No. It only started rising in 21, 22. What happened in 21, 22? <laughs> um, mm, big elephant in the room. What is that? Yeah. The holy vaccine. Do you, you know, do you worship holy vaccines? No, do, do, do you kneel down at the altar of the holy, holy vaccine? Never, never. Oh man, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. Like, like the thing they were selling us, I don't think existed. No, I don't either. And the problem is if you perpetuate the idea that there was something, oh, and you know what? If only we got early treatment, no, it doesn't make any difference. No. I don't care. Sorry. No. Just no. <laughs> and like the COVID inquiry, oh, we just need to lock down harder, quicker, faster. You know, I said this before you even started. I told you, everybody, look, this is going to be the outcome of the inquiry. Oh, we could, we should have done it faster, quicker, harder, mm-hmm. longer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so obvious, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, my worry is that they're going to try and roll out another one at some point. But they keep moving, you know, they keep moving. Like today it's this, tomorrow, you know, yesterday was Ukraine war, you know, and then it's a Palestine they keep engineering things to keep us distracted, fighting amongst each other, one crisis after another. I predict there'll be some kind of like, you know, I was watching something on Netflix last night. Don't ask me why. It's just sometimes, you know, I do need to chill out. Mm. It happens, mate. <laughs> I'm human. So the wife is at her Christmas party. I'm just feeling a bit sorry for myself. I put something on TV. Number one Netflix movie. And it's about how 
there's going to be this digital cyber attack and phones and internets go off. And you know what? They fracking tell us. They oh, always same. tell us in advance everything they're going to do. And I feel like that's going to come. Like it'll be 9-11, 2.0, some cyber attack. And, and then they'll use that to justify, oh, and the immigrants are all going to kick off. You know, all these immigrants are suddenly arrived in America and Britain everywhere. You know, just suddenly, amazingly just happened to be everywhere, you know, for some reason. <laughs> That's going to kick off. And then, then they'll say, oh, you know what? We need digital ID. We need CBDC. We need to control. And that's the justification. I, I don't know. I feel something like that. 100%. I, I feel some. we're going to win. May, maybe by the end of the year, if not into the new year, but we're definitely going to see something that is going to entice people to want the digital ID. You know, Not even just want it, demand it. Yes. We need this. You know, I want lockdown. Yeah. Please lock me down. Cover me harder. <laughs> Cover me harder. I, you're right. That, yeah. They're going to engineer it so people want it. 100%. So how do we tell, what do we tell the people? I don't know. I think I'm... No, no, don't start with don't know. <laughs> I just feel like a lot of... After the last few years, I've come to the realisation you're not changing people. You can you can influence what's around you, but on the grander scale, people are... Too ignorant, too stupid. Um, lazy? Lazy as well. That's one of the biggest things. You know, everyone wants everything spoon-fed to them, bite-sized pieces. Can't sit there for longer than five minutes and research Mate, it myself. I'll give an example, right? Yeah. I don't know, this might, sound, this might sound hard on some people, but on my Twitter, X feed, mm. I'm like, check out my latest podcast. Link's here. And I, and I put the, the link in, in the comments. Where can I find the podcast? <laughs> and it's like... Literally there. Like, <laughs> I've put it there. Like, it's there. You All you need to do is click. It, yeah. And it's like, where is it? Like, what? At least with Twitter, you can actually click the link. With with Instagram, you don't get the click. So, right. So they have to then take their own time to copy and paste. Yeah. Like nine times out of ten, they can't be bothered to do that. They can't be bothered to do that. But on Twitter, it's not even that. They just have to <laughs> click it. Yeah. And it's like, where's the link? And another one, yeah, where's the link? They're like, <laughs> no wonder we're in this state <laughs> no wonder we're deep like neck deep neck deep in shit neck deep because most people just don't want to do anything it's the attention span they've got us you know it's that scrolling it's that continuous scrolling dopamine hit yeah my children are the worst for it I tell them all the time you know get that phone out yeah, and stop scrolling stop looking at just rubbish now, if you're going to go on your phone, look at something. Actually you know, search for something. Do you know what, what I've done recently? That's really, really good. Mm. So what I've done recently is I've put my phone on no data roaming. Okay. And on 2G. So, so you just can't get nothing. I can't get jack shit. <laughs> so you can't view it. Even Mate, if you wanted to. I can't get jack shit. So only when I'm in the house and I've got Wi-Fi. It comes on, yeah. Then it comes on. And even then, like, I'm careful. And the reality is, like, since, you know, I've been cancelled. I mean, trying to create content, have conversations with, you know, amazing people like yourself. Mm, thank you. And, you know, because I think people need to hear from people like you. Mm. And I don't mean you to take this in, in, in the wrong way. Mm. I want people to hear from just nobody. Yeah. Than like the average Joe. Mm. Average, like people keep saying to me, oh, you should get this person on and they've got a big following. And I don't care. You see a lot of these people going around the circuit and going blah, blah, blah and the same thing and not adding any value, not actually helping people or informing anyone. And what I want to do is find out people who are really interesting. 
and might not have that reach or people might not have heard of them before. But actually, you know, people would, I think, would benefit from hearing people like you and your voice. Yeah. And just someone who's just normal, mm. you know, not going to build some kind of, you know, some, you know, a pandemic ambulance chasers, you know, selling something, yeah. trying to profit from it. I was never about it. Chaos agents, you know, people who are controlled opposition in the sense that they might not even know they are, but they are. Yeah. Because they're just promoted because they're, they're pushing garbage. That isn't true. So I'll give an example. Recently on X, I don't know if you're on X much, mm. but on X, there was a big push about New Zealand data, New Zealand data, and this guy's a whistleblower and blah, blah, blah. And it was really funny. They contacted me privately. Oh, we'd love to come on your show. And, you know, would you, or people were messaging saying, oh, I can get you this person and blah, blah, blah. And the first thing I thought was, how is this everywhere? Why is everyone talking about this? How has it been promoted so widely? And is this actually all garbage? Mm. Is this false information that we picked up, promoted by us, and then afterwards they'll expose it as being garbage and go, ah, see, you're wrong. Everything you say is wrong. Blah, 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 la, la, la. And, I'm, and I've got some really clever people looking at it and someone's going to come on my podcast on Monday and mm. guess what? It's garbage. Really? And yeah. they're really important information that should be promoted. They're not talking about. Talking about yeah. They're really important people they should be talking to. They're not getting at. But they're getting these weird people up and, and other, I don't want to name names because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> there's other people in the freedom movement who are now going around promoting all this. And it's all garbage. Yeah. As soon as I see it, my first instinct was, Really, you know, yeah, you know, like everything's been cancelled. If there's anyone talking about anything of relevance, you're not hearing it. You get cancelled straight away. So for this to just expire, have you heard about me being cancelled? Yeah, <laughs> no, no. As in, like, did you know I'd lost my job and I've lost my 25 year career? I, only after looking into like who you are and what you've done. But I, I know I, I didn't. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Have you read about it in the paper? No. Have you? Have you? Is it on social media anywhere? Hmm. But not, not, it's not publicised like it should be. It's not publicised like it's it should not, be. It's not. You know, doctor is totally cancelled for simply speaking up and have his personal opinions. Mm. I mean, if that's not madness, mm. if, you can, if you're not free to say what you think, you're not free. But what I'm trying to say is like, this is what I always look at. And like, some people are promoted and pushed out there. Yeah. And they get a lot of airtime. You just wonder, what's that all about? So you that, can spot them a mile off. For me, I could spot them a mile off. You know, if they're on GB News, you know, I know you said you went on it, but that was at the beginning. But for me now, anyone on GB News, anyone in a together declaration, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, and I know, I know a few people who are part of that and they are the best people. You know, they're not trying to deceive anyone. But I just believe organisations like that, GB News, together declaration, they've been pushed into the forefront of representing us. You know, they were nowhere to be seen when I was out at the beginning of it all. They were nowhere to be seen when we were doing the midweeks, you know, because me and a few of the boys, when we first started this, you know, we were some of the first to be out there and, and, and pushing back against it in terms of like, you know, demonstrating. And the first two or three times we went, you know, we were hiding in bushes and we were being chased by the police. And, you know, it was really fun at the time. You were hiding in the bush? We were hiding in the was bush. Was it a big bush? <laughs> and how, how tall are you? Six two. Yeah. yeah, come on. It must have been a big bush. <laughs> Standing behind trees, like, you know. But at first, dude, you know, it was dude, fun. I, I can, you're like my kid who plays hide and seek, right? S like, literally, he's right in front of me and he's like, 
dad can't see me. I'm, I'm hiding behind this tiny pole. I'm afraid I don't think you would have done a good job hiding. <laughs> but we had to, though, because it was literally like, you know, you're not allowed out now. Why are you out now? Oh, we're, we're all on our, um, on our uh, exercise break. Yeah. And literally, that's what we were doing. And for the first two or three, you know, it was a big no-no. You weren't allowed out. But then they started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then by summer 21, was it? You know, we had like a million in London. A million of us, you know? Wow. And that that's all, massive. And that all come off of the back of um, a guy called Mick who I met up with. He was arrested on one of the first or second demonstrations we did. There's a fo- famous photo of him on the floor. Place like got his arms behind his back. And literally, he he got together. He made... Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, official voice. That was his page. And he come back with like a million people, you know, a month or two later. And that's what really kicked it off, you know. And and that was never spoken about. You of course know? it wasn't. The BBC completely wiped it off. He said there was a few thousand people in London. Yeah. You know, it was ridiculous. It's like the march when, you know, we marched against the mandates. Unbelievable. Forcing people to take a product. Unbelievable. And um, there were thousands of us, tens of thousands of us, maybe a hundred thousand of us, marching outside the BBC headquarters, mm. marching down to 10 Downing Street. And then the BBC, nothing. 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 What? Just a few people protesting. It's like, or nothing. It's like, we're just not even going to give you any airtime or acknowledgement. And that's when I realised this whole thing is BS. The mainstream media is propaganda. I think there's a lot of intelligence involved, actually. 100%. Intelligence, propaganda, total corporate government math piece. No matter how much the BBC might say, oh no, we're against the government. No, they're not. No, they're all complicit. Oh, There's no two ways about it. All complicit. Not, not one of them has had the bollocks to stand up and say, this isn't right or we're going to get someone to debate about this. You know, the fact there is no talking about it just proves something's not right here. If you can't even debate something, then what are you actually doing? You know, you're censoring, you're stopping people from actually finding out what it is that's happening, you know? And if you're doing that, then you're covering up something, can't you? you know? Right. If you're, if you're innocent, you've got, you've got nothing to hide. You know, when you, spit, when, you, when you stand in the truth, which was what I learned, you know, when I used to go out and get on the megaphone and everything, it used to just flow. I didn't even think. It was almost like I was speaking in tongues at times, you know? I weren't even thinking about what I was doing. The, the, the information was just reeling off because I was speaking the truth. Mate. That is an excellent point. Because look, you know what? It's like, I remember as a kid, sometimes I tried to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, it's actually quite hard. Yeah. You need to remember everything. I was a great liar. <laughs> see, see, this is the thing. Like when I was a kid, I was I was naughty. <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't a bad child, but I was naughty. Rebellious. A rebellious and I had a creative mind. And I used to What do you mean what do you mean when you were a kid? You still are. <laughs> I'm forty two now. Are you not still a big kid? Yeah, cool. of course. You never grow up. So you never grow up. I, I think if you do grow up, that's sad. Yeah. You should always stay a kid. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just like, I, I, I love to, the excitement of, of getting someone to believe what I was telling them, even oh though I knew God. it wasn't true. <laughs> but then I found out that actually standing in the truth and saying things that are real is far more entertaining than telling a lie because you can say something to someone and it sounds like a lie, but it's the truth, you know, and you get off on that. So then when I started speaking about COVID and everything, it was, it was, it was just like, it, it, it was just a release. 
No, I wasn't thinking about what I was saying. I was just saying it. And I compared myself a few times, you know. I always remember thinking when I was standing out on the streets and I'm gabbering away on the megaphone, I always felt like that guy who I used to see in my local town centre standing there with the, the Bible preaching and everyone looking at him like, fucking nutter, you know? There was many a times when I stood there and I sort of looked around and I thought, am I, am I'm I the guy. nutter? I'm that guy. <laughs> But then it made me realise, well, oh, maybe that what he was saying was the truth. Yeah. You know? And it yeah, it was just really it was a really weird feeling of I know what I'm saying's right, but everyone around me <laughs> is thinking this guy's crazy. Like absolutely crazy. You're not crazy. No, definitely not. So can I ask, <laughs> before all this COVID business kicked off, mm. were you an activist in any nah. way? Like what nah. what what do you do in life? What's your job? Mm-hmm. Um, Apart from working for MI6, <laughs> counterintelligence. No, I was a, I was a stay-at-home dad, so I'm not with my wife anymore. Um, we split up. Sorry to hear that. So, here's his life. Um, the best people have been divorced. Yeah, I have. Yeah, oh good. You know, we get on. We're really good. You know, we're still still in good place and all that. But my job was I was a I was a stay-at-home dad. My my wife went to work. We got together when we were like 16. Together for like 26 years, long time. Wow. He had a good job from day one. So I was always sort of a, playing the other side of the role of husband and wife. It's, that a, makes it's sense. a hard job. Yeah, totally. I loved it. You know, I'm a, I'm a big, I love kids, you know. So when I had my own, the greatest thing ever. You know, I spent 10 years bringing up my, my two boys. I don't regret a day that I did it. You know, I love it. Um, but in terms of working. But you weren't an activist. No, 100%. Yeah. You, and, and I'll admit, the only reason I stood up is because it affected me. I think if I was, you know, <laughs> maybe a millionaire and I didn't have to do it because I could have just jumped on my plane and fucked off to the Caribbean when COVID was on, maybe I wouldn't have. No, that's just me being honest. Mm. But the I, fact it did affect me is why I, I stood up because now you're messing with me. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I'm not going to lie. So it did affect me with the lockdowns. I, like you, fell for it in the beginning for a few weeks. I was like, oh, shit, what am I going And, um, but, you know, literally within a week of lockdown, I was like, whoa, 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 I smell a rat. This whole thing is stinking. Something weird is going on. And then I got, like, from a little bit convinced of what's going on to, whoa, the other side. Like, this is BS. Mm. Right, really angry about it. But I was socially isolated. I wasn't on Twitter. Wasn't, I just felt like alone. And then I got back into work and slowly started picking my life back together again. And then it was only when the mandates came, you're right, affected me. And I was like over my dead body. Like I had one shot, long story to want to go into it under duress and coercion. And I regretted it. The moment I cried in the car park afterwards, it was like, I didn't have any informed consent, didn't have anything. And I was not going to have any more. And now suddenly they were telling me you have to take this. And then I was thinking, next is the kids. <clears throat> yeah. Next is everyone. And if they and then say if it if they mandate this, what's it gonna be tomorrow? Tomorrow I'll be like, Oh, we mandate that you take this pill for the greater good. You know, this pill is really good for climate change. <laughs> you know it's coming. <laughs> I mean I'm just saying, right? Yeah. It's just random like once you open that door. It's Medical like, ethics yeah, goes out the window. It. Freedom. So I, for me, that was the red line. I was like, crack that. That's right? it. Yeah. And then, and like you said something about not living a lie, you know, on Wednesday night, 
I had a very busy day. It was very stressful. I had a horrible meeting with the accountant in the morning. Financially ruined is the outcome of that. I am mm. fracked. Then, you know, I heard someone close to me is having a difficult time, um, might be having a divorce because he's on one side of COVID oh, really? and his wife doesn't yeah. support him. Can't work. Right. And and that was really painful because it was revisiting what my wife and I had been through and now she's on the same page, but we weren't. And it was difficult for her a while, mate. Yeah. You split a lot of relationships up. Yeah, broke a, a lot of people. A yeah, lot of people. And it still has. <coughs> Families, but, but children, can, parents. It, it can't work. It, it, you know, what happened split every single demographic in the world. It doesn't matter what you're into, who you yeah. are. Yeah. You either are or you ain't. Yeah. And then once that happened, there's no way back off of that. You can't be with somebody, you know, if they are that opposite to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that was difficult. And so that made me really sad. Then I I did a Twitter space about vaccine safety. I had Andrew Wakefield, I had Brian Hooker, Dr. Brian Hooker, I had JG Koo, that was massive. Elizabeth Hart, shout out to these giants. I actually invited people from the pro vaccine side. They didn't even reply. No, of course not. So not only did they not say, oh, thanks for inviting me, I'm busy. <laughs> it was just... Ignore. Ignore. Yeah. Silence. And and it's so funny. These are the same people. If you follow them, the ones, the, the Dr. Pharma shills, the vaccine shills, the promoted on Instagram, promoted on Twitter. You know, these same people, these celebrity doctors, right? Um, they are the first ones to, to ask for people like me to be censored, deplatformed, mm-hmm. investigated by the GMC, mm-hmm. right? They, they want me shut up of course but when i say come and talk let's you know give them, present your argument Don't you know they can't argue that's the point of it they can't argue their point anymore right so anyway that evening andrew wakefield talked about how you can't win in a fight against the vaccine industry and you're going to lose and it made me really think about that what i've lost i've lost my career lost my livelihood Got you know you said you know a little while ago your house is really nice. Well, we might have to sell the house. We might have to move out. Totally disrupted my family and everything. Kids moving to a different school, strain on the marriage. So on Wednesday night, I curled up next to my wife, resting my head on her chest. I sobbed like a baby, mate. Sobbed, and it's releasing. Yeah, it felt good. I have to admit, and I was so tired. I was so upset. And then she stroked my little bald head. I mean, God, <laughs> she really loves me. <laughs> And but she asked me, you know, she said, you know, if you knew that this this is going to cost us, because not just you, going to cost us this much, would you have still done what you did? And I'll be honest, I was so tired, I was just sobbing, I fell asleep. But I woke up in the morning, I thought about it. I I would, because I can't live that life. Right, right. It it will it'll kill me. Like it's this it's. This tightness that this is wrong. What we're doing is wrong. How doctors behaved is wrong. How the government behaved is wrong. And you know what? It doesn't look like any justice is going to come anytime soon. And if we're not careful, mate, they're building factories left, right, and center. They're, they're going to keep rolling out. Like, I just looked up the Moderna website. What's in the pipeline? Dude, they've got a shitload of mRNA technology. Like, they want all yeah. the vaccines to be mRNA. They're going to have drugs. One of them. Yeah, tons, dude. RSV shingles, this, that, flu, everything is going to be mRNA. They're just, and they're going to say, oh, see, look, it worked. It's safe. It's a vaccine. Vaccines don't need to go through that much regulatory process. Whip it all out. How can we just let this happen? 
We need to we need yeah. we need to stand up and yeah. say no. I I I think you know there is a big enough group of people now who are prepared to do it, but it's just whether or not you can breach the the mainstream with it, you know. And because everything's just controlled, it's all owned, you know. The people you're asking for the help from are the ones who are doing it. So you can't, you know. I, I've sort of sat there a few times recently and been like, you know, is are we ever going to see justice off of the back of this? And as much as I sometimes think no, I always have that that hope or that, you know, what's the word? I don't know, you know. I believe it'll happen. I do. Whether or not it's all of them, whether or not it's the top bods, you're saying Kells, but I, I just can't see how it can continue on without it never being addressed. Eventually, they're going to have to address what's going on. It's too big. You know, you, it's, it's in the papers now. They're even talking about the excess deaths and, you know. I know, but it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, they're talk, the way they, they say it, like, breathing can be bad for you. It's like, what the... Like, Start with the politicians. <laughs> yeah, the breathing's bad for you. Or, you know, gardening can cause sudden death. <laughs> you know, it's just, what the, like, dude, I don't know about you, but I have to laugh. Yeah. Mate, Ash, I need to laugh. Yeah, totally. Because it's just... I'll cry. <laughs> you cry. If you don't, if you don't laugh, you just end up crying. And you know, I don't want to be horrible to people who've taken it, but sometimes you just got to take the piss. Yeah. Because, like I said, otherwise you don't end up well, losing it. Look, can I be honest? With you? I think there's different tactics and yeah. different ways of dealing with it. And I like, I like to have sensible conversations like this, and you know, blah blah blah. But sometimes I just like to have a giggle and a laugh and take yeah. the piss. Yeah. Sometimes I like to be a little bit in your face. Sometimes I like to be, a, you know, because you, you, that's just. Different Me. courses for different courses, isn't right? it? Right? You know? Yeah. But apparently you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to be funny. Like, did you notice that COVID killed comedy? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's just mental. It's, it killed everything pretty much. You know, <laughs> right? Like, you know, apart from people. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. It killed everything. Sense of humour, debate, science, you know. Common sense. Common sense. It's not common anymore, is it? No. Crit- yeah. Critical thinking. Just decency. I think what it is, is that the, the, the biggest problem with the whole critical thinking is, is people got too emotional and you can't be a critical thinker if you think with emotion. You, know? you can start at an emotional base, but then you have to go with your brain. You know? And I think the biggest thing, just like what we're seeing with Palestine now, you know, them early shots of people in hospitals on ventilators and you know the old people, in the, you know, it, it broke a lot of people. Oh no! I've got to do this because and the fear, fear, the guilt, hundred percent. And it's the same with what's going on in Palestine now. You know, people are seeing all these kids, social media being blown up, and but you know, what? even that I find a bit weird. Like, so you never saw anything coming out of Ukraine. <laughs> you never saw the Ukrainians bombing Donbass and these Russian kids in Donbass mm-hmm. being blown to smithereens. You never saw any of that. Yeah, nothing. You never saw any. The Russians would say, "Hey, ten thousand civilians have died," but we didn't know about it. You know, if we knew that the Ukrainians had killed 10,000 civilians, it'd be a slightly different situation. We'd be like, well, what are the Ukrainians doing? Why are we giving weapons to neo-Nazis killing Russians? That doesn't make sense. But we didn't see any of it. Nothing. What I find, again, I, I look at what is happening and I go, how are these images and pictures of babies being blown out coming out to us? Why are they allowing it? You don't think they could just cut off all the cell phones and have a complete digital blanket? 
So then there's a couple of things. One, I want, I think they want you to feel helpless. Close. They want you to feel like there's nothing we can do. Look how much evil is going on in the world. Oh my God, there's nothing. And, and, and you're in this heightened sense of stress and tension. The next thing is hatred and anger, division. See? And, and, and the thing is like, um, and this goes on both sides. You know, the Zionists and the pro-Israel, they think everyone hates them and wants to exterminate them. The Palestinians think, look, blah, 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 no one cares about us. And, you know, they're just destroying it. And maybe they've got a case because they are literally getting bombed to smithereens. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I think in some respects, both sides are actually being played. Oh, 100%. I don't, I don't think the Israelis are coming up good on this. They're, they're, I mean, like from a PR point of view, I mean, they're losing. They're losing. But, and then again, the question is, why? What is we know both sides are controlled by the same people. Hundred percent. So straight away, you know, there's there's a conflict of interest there. And they want they they, they want your reaction. They want your emotion. You I ain't know? giving it. And I think a lot of people are for the back of that, just like with COVID, they got PTSD. They can't think straight now. They've been psychologically damaged from the images that they've seen or the, the stress that they're under. And now they're just being controlled, whether they understand it or not. Hundred percent. And this is why I keep saying, and, and I've I've actually upset people on both sides. That was just hilarious. People have said to me, "Oh, you're not you're not really defending the Palestinians. Like you're making excuses for the Israelis." And then I've got other people saying, "Oh, you know, the the second hospital that suspended me was like, oh, we've seen on your social media you had Ava Bartlett talking on your podcast, mm. and you know what? It's out of context, and we're we're suspending you immediately and investigating. Like, what? What the? F what? <laughs> so I've been attacked from both sides." And I've said, I'm not on team Palestine or team Israel. I'm on team humanity. Exactly what I did. Exactly what I did. So, and I've had people after me because of it. Oh, you, you know, you're not pledging allegiance. No, I'm pledging my allegiance to humanity, to the innocent people. Not, you know, the people who are part of it, part of the army or whatever it is, or the, whatever you, you know, freedom fighter, terrorist, whatever you want to call yourself. No, I don't, I'm not siding with it. I'm siding with the innocent people. Because I know once I start pledging my allegiance or saying I'm on this side, I'm backing myself into a corner. 100%. And you know? I'll tell you one thing, it's just as murky, like just like COVID and just like 9-11, you start looking back and you just think, like seriously, like the security wall, fence, monitor, like they all just crash through tractors, JCB, people coming. Like, really? Where was everybody? Where was everybody? How didn't they know? And then, you know, I don't know, you're old enough to remember the Gulf War, you know, the the the, the Iraqis threw out Kuwaiti babies at the incubators. Remember that story? Mm -hmm. It's all BS. It was a lie. Same 40 decapitated babies and blah. It's all a lie. It wasn't true at all. They've now admitted. There's really 40. said, no, you know what? We know that that never happened. But you know what? At the time, it was used as a, oh my God, these people aren't human. Yeah. We need to kill them all and bomb them to hell. You know, and it was just, all the lies, the propaganda. And it's all about who benefits. Who's. Who benefits. So, like everything, man, we're just getting played left, right, and center. Problem, reaction, solution. And every single time, whip people up in a frenzy, get them looking somewhere else rather than where the real problem is. 100%. And do you know who the real problem is? What the, do you know? In, in what? In, in, the, in everything, like the the world, the problem, like who is the problem? Uh, white old men. <laughs> <laughs> but it is though. You look, you know, you're looking towards the west. You know, 
They're the problem. I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though. You know, you look at the problems over just my lifetime alone. It comes back to, it comes back to white men. You know, select few white men. I suppose the colour don't really make no difference. Colour doesn't but, matter. Yeah. But the point of it is, it's, it, it's a select group of men who have chosen what goes on. There's no, there's no debate on it. You know, and it's all about money. It's all about power. It's all about social status. I'm going to show you a message I sent to someone called. Um, oh God, I can't believe I've forgotten her name. She's going to be so upset with me. Um, Beasley, Vanessa, Vanessa Beasley. Okay, you know Vanessa Beasley. So she's an independent journalist, British, living in Syria right now. She can't come back to this country. Vanessa Beely, Beely, there we go. Oh my God, I'm ballsing up her name. It's so embarrassing. But basically, I'll read out what I said to her. I said to her, um, and you might, you might like this. I said, the problem is there aren't enough good men, strong men. True. And I said, and I said you know, far more amazing women out there than men which is one of the reasons we are in the mess we are in. <laughs> it's so true. It's true. <laughs> We've got weak men and narcissistic, cruel men. Yeah. What we don't have is strong, loving, caring, protective men. We need that. Yeah. But they kept as far away from the front as possible. They're all so. in this room. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's so true. But they are. They're, they're, people like that are kept away from it. You know, you're not allowed to see people. That's why there's an attack on masculinity now, you know, because they don't want people like that. You've only got to look at the people who are in charge. Just look at these politicians, what they look like. <laughs> you know, they're, 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 none of them are fit or healthy. They're all, you know, overweight the majority. Do you know what I mean? They all live in this cloud cuckoo land. You know, they've all been brought up, you know, with a silver spoon in their mouth, the majority of them. There are very few normal people who are actually in politics because the whole of the political class and the political elite it's controlled from start to finish. 100%. I think you're groomed, you're selected, you know, who who's going to be a yes person because one thing is true, these politicians aren't free thinkers. No. They need a script. You know, one of, the, one of the things, I mean, call whatever you want about Putin, one of the things I, I respect about him, he can actually talk like off script, like there's no teleprompter, there's no notes, he doesn't shake hands with imaginary people on the stage, mm. you know, he doesn't wear a diaper, like some other presidents, like, you know, he, he's actually, he's got, he's, he's with it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about the bare chested, you know, riding a bear kind of thing that that's a bit too much for me, but yeah. I mean like the man takes care of himself yeah. and he can talk like he, he, there's this big conference that happens once a year and people like from the public ring in and it's so funny. I've like, I've actually listened yeah. and you think it's like major, major stuff, but it's like, my local councillor, you know, has made it so that, that, you know, our playground has been taken away. Can you make sure that you talk to him? And it's like, well, the president of Russia, like, started at, like, this random, and, he, and then he goes, yes, I will make sure that we'll get in touch with him. It's, like, hilarious. Yeah. But the, the thing is, how cool is that? Yeah. That you can ring up and ask your president some random shit. But, and sometimes it's a bit more complicated. Sometimes it's like, like, do the West hears. He goes, yeah, the fucking hears. No, <laughs> but he responds. Yeah. And he's sometimes funny and he's articulate and it's, he's not lying. And then you look at our politicians and it's like, dude, what? It's like, oh, it's, it's like, just... it's like the puppet strings. You get... it's, it's, it's just a pantomime. It's a pantomime. It is a pantomime. Because none of them are in charge anyway. We know mm. that. We think they make decisions. They're just being told what to do. They're being told. No. The question is by who then? Well, we know there's a select few. Yeah. And the ones that we know of ain't even the ones. I know. There's people we don't know. 
And, it, and there are certain never, set families um, or... We'll never know. I think the first step is to know that our politicians are not representing us. No. Are not, you know, are not patriotic. No. And, you know, you know, people say, oh, nationalistic is bad or, or you know, populism. Yeah, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with a, with a politician saying what the population wants to say? Or here. But they're all compromised, though. That's the problem with them. They create so many polls on the way up to the top that by the time they get to the top, they're not who they say they are. And they have to abide by certain things or, you know, they have to grease certain pockets or whatever, you know. Like, and So how, how could you ever act with honesty if you've already lied to get to where you need to get to? And you can't. And this is why, you know. The, the funniest thing is with it always, you know, <clears throat> when you talk about what happened with COVID and that, you just got to look into the World Economic Forum. Yeah. That's it. That's literally it. Just look at what they say and there's your game plan. All laid you, out. Dude, please do me a favour. Yeah. Put on a Klaus Schwab impersonation, please. <laughs> Klaus Schwab? Klaus uh, Schwab. You know, you, you will own nothing and be happy kind of guy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really good at impressions. <laughs> dude, come on, He's man. He's Austrian, isn't he? It's a bit like, it's a bit, it's a bit Arnie, isn't it? <laughs> It's a bit Arnie. It's a bit Arnie. I'm just plugging in your... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a bit... Carry on talking. Yeah, no, it's a bit Arnie, but... You've only got to look at that to know what's going on. You know, it's all laid out in their manual. It shows you. And then you tell people about this now as well, and they'll still say it's, it, you're a conspiracist, even though it's all laid out. I, by the way, I just need to explain... I'm such a rookie. I, I didn't actually plug in your camera. So it just suddenly went black, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> So you, can you see, what do you think of my production team? I love it. I think it's brilliant. And, and what about my producer, mm -hmm. my makeup artist, it, my yeah, video it's editor? You know, it's all great, isn't it? <laughs> There's no one here. <laughs> Just uh, Sometimes I have my cats in my lap. Yeah. Yeah, but no, Klaus Schwab, I mean, all of these people, I mean, even them, I think they're all puppets. They're all, 100%. They're all actors on the stage. 100%. Uh, Did you see that clothes he was wearing that time? That leather sort of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's all that about? Oh, uh, you ever watched the movie V? You're too you're too young for that. Yeah, no, the, yeah, the the the, the, the alien reptile, yeah, yeah with the leather. Like, yeah, yeah. It was very much like that. It's like James, it's like a James Bond villain. Yeah, Klaus Schwab. <laughs> Klaus Schwab, you will own nothing and be happy. I will own everything. <laughs> I don't own, own anything now, and I'm not happy. So, man, I'm soon to own nothing either. I, I, but I don't think I'll be happy about it. <laughs> I, like I don't like I'm not a communist mate you know I think a lot of what we're seeing is this collectivism and you know you will own nothing and be happy no 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 I quite like to own a few things mm. like I don't I'm not materialistic mm. like I got no watches got nothing flash you know go rummage around my house mate you won't see anything flash you know I like I like decent food you know I want a nice house I want I would like to go on a holiday once a year my mum took me out this summer to Portugal and the family first holiday in four years it was it was nice you know so the problem is they're taking everything from us they're taking money food you know we can't consume meat we won't be able to travel you know they want our carbon footprint down like the only carbon footprint they want reduced is us yeah right people need to wake up to that and you know I don't see them giving up their private jets and their steaks you know do you see them eating bug burgers <laughs> Just, it's just hypocritical, isn't it? You know, that's, that should show you everything you need to know about it. 
Now, they don't need to fly 70 St. Plains to wherever to go and speak about the climate. You can do that via Zoom. <laughs> you know? Right. So why is it we had to work remotely and mm. they can't for this? I mean, just someone could do the math and calculate how much carbon emission would be reduced if everybody at Davos was there mm. in a Zoom meeting. Big, epic Microsoft Teams meeting. Yeah. And they could talk about how much money they've saved and give it to people like you and me. Yeah, I think that'd be great. That'd be good. Yeah. But they won't do that, will they? Of course they? not. Of course not. Because it's do as I say, not as I do. No? And that's where we are now. It's not, <laughs> it's, it, 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 you're, we're being dictated to. It's not, you know, there's no, there's no say on what we can do. We're just being told this is what you have to do. No questions asked. You do it. So, a lot of people say COVID was yesterday. COVID was yesterday. It's over. Get over it, Ash. Come on, man. Yeah. Live a life. Chillax. I get that a lot. I bet you I do. Get that a lot. I even get it from people who, you know, have, have supported the page since the start. Now, you know, oh, why are you still going after this person? Oh, you got... Really? Have you forgotten what these people said or what they wanted or, you know? Have you forgotten about the people who have been damaged by this now? Because that's what it is for me now. You know, it's not so much about even getting the truth out of the story behind COVID. No, it's more for me. It's about getting justice for these people. You know, I've I've met people. I've spoken to people. I've seen what it's done. You know, and I don't know. Maybe it's just because I started the page and people know me. That's what I do. But I can't give it up. It's not that I don't want to. I'd love to just go. You know what? Fuck it. I'm done tomorrow. You won't see me again. You know, but. The people I've spoken to over the years, you know, I've spoken to thousands, thousands and thousands of people. Me too. Heard some horrible stories of what they've done to people. And Me I too. think if I give up, then who's there to do it? Me. You know? 100%. So there's a guy who subscribed to my um, <clears throat> paid Substack. Can't find his name. It's really annoying me. But basically, he said, look, mate, I've lost everything. I've lost my, my wife. I've lost my job. I'm living in a caravan. And I want to support you because you're saying everything I think and see. And and I, and you don't let it go. You're calling out all the BS. So I, I emailed him back and said, send me your number. You're not alone. I'm going to ring you. So after this podcast, after we've eaten, I'm going to ring him. Oh, nice. Um, I, I, I like to do that. I like to reach out to the people who are supporting me mm. because the thing is now, I'm totally relying on my subscribers. There's a few hundred of them. It's a fraction of my listeners. It's a fraction of what I need to survive. I'm hoping it's going to pick up. There's been a few that, you know, I've started subscribing in the last two days. Um, so that's, that's been great. But I'll give an example. Like in the, today, you know, I've just deleted, you know, 15 free subscribers and there's two paid. You know, but if those 15 were paid subscribers and every day was like that, you know, suddenly I'm independent. No one can cancel me. Yeah. And that's, that would be really powerful. But the people who are subscribing to me, you know, there was someone who said, you know, I'm, I'm just a domestic. I'm not very rich, Mr. Malik. I'm afraid this is all I can afford. God bless her. Yeah. Right. Like for, for her, five pound a month is quite a lot. And actually, I'd say vast majority of people who are supporting me are just, you know, really good, decent people. There's a few people who are wealthy, but most people are just average, average people. There's no millionaires. There's no famous freedom fighter people. It's, you know, it's, it's just good people who have suffered 
who who are still living with the consequences. Children not talking to them, marriages and partnerships broken up, parents not talking to them, or whatever. Vaccine injuries. Like, this idea that this isn't existing is nonsense. Like you, I've read hundreds, if not thousands of messages to know that there's a big problem out there. Yeah. And the reason why I don't give up is, one, we still haven't had anyone accountable and come, you know, justice being brought to serve, you know, mm. to, you know, but how do we know this isn't going to happen again? Yeah. That's it. And this is just, for me, it's exposed the can of worms. Everything's now linked. And actually, I'm not just obsessed about COVID. If you listen to my podcast, you know, I talk about everything. On my ex, I talk about everything. The climate change scam. Mm. You know, this whole carbon. Carbon is great for us. Mm. You know, where do plants grow? Do they grow in a greenhouse or do they grow out in the cold? Mm. Just think about that for a second, everybody. Where do plants grow? Where do, where do all those polytons? They like it warm. And so global warming is actually cool. Trust me, like where we are here, it'd be great if it was a bit warmer. <laughs> What's worse than global warming is global cooling. So this idea of global warming being an issue is it's just a way of controlling us. Of course. Depriving of us it's of our rights. It's, it's a current scam. Yeah. Yesterday's scam, current and tomorrow's. And, and emerging as well now. Have you seen Hillary Clinton talking about how, you know, these excess deaths that they're experiencing now? Oh, it's from the sun. Yeah. It's from the heat. Yeah. It's from climate change. Uh, like I said, there's going to be a vaccine for that. Yeah. The, the maddest thing is though, I said this the other day, you know, there's a, you must know on, on X, the trolls are unbelievable on X. It's just yeah. like, uh, unbelievable. Worse than, worse than what, um, uh, Instagram is. They, they were pretty bad on Instagram for a while. Yeah. And, and then they sort of just dried up. Yeah. But on Twitter, you know, one thing I've noticed now is, I think the audience on Instagram doesn't rise to it. That's nah, right. No, you know, they're there a lot for more pictures. On X. It's more volatile, 100%. But the one thing I noticed was, is, you know, these people who troll, doctors, whatever you want to call them, they don't realise how much ground they've actually given up over the last two, three years. You know, they were telling us, oh, it's not an mRNA jab. Oh, it's not causing this. And now they're at the point of where they're admitting all the things that they said weren't happening. So they don't even realise how much ground they've actually given up over the years. Yeah. You know? And it really made me think, well, you know what? If you lied are, about we that. Are, we are getting somewhere. Yeah, if you've lied about that, what else are you lying about? Exactly. I think you're right. We we have, we are winning. I'm just impatient. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> just, well, I want it now. I think we are winning. Slowly more and more people are waking up. I yeah. mean, the amount of messages that I'm getting from people is absolutely incredible. Mm. You know, can I actually do something a bit different from my normal podcast. Can I read out some of these messages? Yeah, go for it. All right, it's all right? Yeah, go for it. So, um, this is a note from one of my new paid subscribers that they didn't give their name. I now can productively use my time whilst commuting to learn because of your podcast. Thank you so much for putting yourself on the line for the rest of the world. It is so valuable and I've learned so much. I'm currently trying carnivore and I'm feeling amazing and I'm much more and it stopped there. Um, Thank you for your courage. So grateful for what you're doing. Tina McFadden. Um, hi, Doc. Listening to your podcast for two months now, and it's really good. What makes it stand out, in my opinion, is that you're not a journalist. It's obvious that you're a man of integrity. Well, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I tricked him. <laughs> shame on the cowards who cancelled you from practicing. Yeah, man. Shame. Shame on them. I admire your strength and stamina. Oh, yeah. I just rolled with my wife at jiu-jitsu at lunchtime. That's why I didn't answer your message. <laughs> 
it's just it's just an excuse for her to beat me up <laughs> right conversations with your guests are a very are very accessible way of sharing information and views that have been shut down right ignored or discredited in other media great work keep keep going and thank you leslie gordon she subscribed yeah, we don't actually realize how many are behind us sometimes don't they, man we don't this one I'm reading them out. Hey, Ahmed, I listen to nearly all of your podcasts. Find them very enriching. Actually, this needs to be in a German accent. I find them very enriching for my life. I never got the shot and I drove up my organic meat intake. Lost a steady bit of weight. I come from the German Democratic Republic. Nice. A country that has been eaten up by the West. Koster. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Just got a few more. From Linda, she subscribed because you're one of the heroes. Well, I'm not really a hero. Yeah, he stood up though. You know, there's plenty, you know, Plenty of people who didn't, you know, and I know we didn't, you know, we didn't do it for any anything other than the point of. Ah, oh, shut up! <laughs> you and I are grifters. Come on, <laughs> own it. I appreciate your honest approach. I'm also in the medical field, and I've realised the vast majority of what I was taught is a lie. Keep up the work, Doc. You are making a dif- uh, difference. There um, you go. And she's from the states, but she didn't want to give her name because she's still in the system. Thank you for all you do, Dr. Malik. I'm a retired RN and since COVID have lost trust in the three-letter organizations. Yeah. Um, I will continue to support your work, Angela Morton. Brilliant. And, you know, when you hear all these messages and, you know, mate, there's a lot, you realize we are definitely not alone, but they did a really good job of making us feel alone. 100%. Like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, really good job. So, CM Sam, you've written excellent work. James S, I didn't know you or of you until Ava Bartlett posted what happened to you on her Telegram channel. I've complete faith in Ava. She's the best. And therefore, in your work, as I know she would not recommend someone other than honest, competent, and committed. Keep up the good work. And I hope, to be honest, I expect a lot more like me to subscribe to you. That's nice. And that's it. And then wrap it up. I mean, I could literally go on. There's hundreds of these messages. Um, <clears throat> it's nice when you see them you know, I get some and, and people say you know you don't realise what you did you know at, at the beginning I was so alone nobody listened nobody believed me and then I found your page and you know you got me through it and I think really but I never did it for that but you don't realise that what you're doing sometimes is helping people it's, it's helping people Mate, there's people listening right now yeah. I'm telling you right now there's people listening right now who probably want to give us a hug Mm -hmm. and we would want to give them a hug. Definitely. Because you know what? We went through this pain ourselves. We, we were alone. We were locked down. We were called crazy ones. You know, we were, we were totally gaslit, mate. And some of us still are. And, and we were ridiculed and mocked. That was horrible. Yeah. And in some respect, you know, we're still kind of traumatized by it. So when we meet other people and hear other people talking like us and saying, actually, no, you're not a crazy person. Mm-hmm. It is actually, you know, the, the body snatchers, the aliens have come and body snatched and taken over. You're still human. You're still normal. And the relief. It's like. <sighs> Someone else. <laughs> I'm quite lucky with what happened with, because I, I was, I wasn't risking anything. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't a professional. I didn't have a job at the time. I wasn't, bound by any kind of rule, what I can and can't say. I was I was free to do what I wanted, how I want, you know. Um, so then, you know, when you look at people like yourself and you're in the same boat as me, but you risk so much more than than what I did. We both probably did the same thing. You know, we just stood up and just said what we saw. But 
I never risked anything. I never lost anything. I didn't have anything to lose off the back of it. So people like yourself, you know, who've been cancelled, you've lost your career, you know, hats off to you because it's it's you, it's people like you who've, who've, who've suffered the most because you risked everything just for doing the right thing. You know? You're going to make me cry. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. I think, um, I think the reason why they've gone after me so hard is because I'm a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I have a doctor speaking out. That's it. Got to close you down. And I'm sometimes funny. <laughs> and I'm building an audience. Yeah. And we need to shut this guy up. My mum sent me a message the other day and she was like, please stop the podcast. I'm worried they're going to kill you. It's like, mom, it's not going to happen. I mean, it could happen. Guys, if I die suddenly, it. right, it's a hit job. <laughs> right? yeah. I'm not suicidal. Yeah. I'm very happy and I'm fighting the fight. Yeah. So, But you, you, you know, no, when, listen, as mad as it when you get I've a phone had... call like that from your mum, yeah. it's like... I've had them feelings. Like, I genuinely have. Like, you know, people said to me like... Like, you know, you're going against it. And this ain't like, you're fucking with like... Big man, people, powerful man, people. The man, you're fucking with the man, you know? And like, eventually, if you get yourself out there enough, put yourself in the firing line enough, they're going to fucking come for you sooner or later, you know? And it starts off with the cancellation. It starts off with the ridicule and whatever else. And if they still, if you're still going after that, then, you know, we've seen what they do to certain people, you know? So it's not like it's, we're being, you know, exaggerating or anything you know we are going against the biggest organizations in the world pharma mainstream media the government you know the three biggest things in the world military industrial complex medical industrial complex it's all hand in hand the whole thing it's all, all interlinked so recently you said you said there's a whole bunch of stuff kicking off what do you mean by that what were you talking about well in terms of what what, this week alone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so like the last three, two, three weeks, there just seems to be huge amounts of information being released in the mainstream media. Not that you can trust them, but, you know, they're, they're talking about excess deaths. They're talking about... So I honestly don't listen to the mainstream media, mm. so I don't know any of this. I, I honestly, I've just... I, yeah, I no, just I, I, whatever I hear is from people like you talking about it. Yeah, I I I I don't watch the TV. I don't watch the news. But just for the page, I'll have a little look on the website. A cheeky look. Yeah, just to, just to see what they're saying. Yeah, and you know, just go onto the page. You can see the last six, seven, eight, nine posts or whatever. It's 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 mainstream media tabloids saying the things that I was cancelled for two years ago, and my and my account shut down because that's false information. But now they're telling you that's exactly what's happening. So what's that about? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, whether it's so they can Because everything it. is deliberate. Of course. Everything is deliberate. It's not by act. It's not for our benefit. It's not for our benefit. It's not like suddenly, oh, you know what? Oh, we're fine. We're actually found our journalistic spine. Yeah. We're actually doing our work. And, you know, we've discovered... No, no. I think it's for legal. I think it's for uh, legalities. So that if anything ever did come back, like, well, actually, we did report on it when we found out what the truth was you know so they can cover their own ass I think a lot of it is just now they're, they're releasing it now because of what's going on in Palestine and all the other things people ain't paying attention so they can get away with saying certain things because no one's really looking into what they're saying because they're more concerned with saying else you know but there's been a huge shift recently there's just so much going on if you're not worried about 
where your next meal is coming from and how you're going to pay your bills. And, you know, seriously, I've been worrying about that a lot. And when you're worried about that, it saps your energy. Of course. Saps your energy to think about anything else, you know, to, to do anything else, to do productive things. You're just stressing, and stress is a killer. Oh, of course. So the cost of living crisis is the cost of lockdown crisis, mm. right? Mm. It's the banking crisis. Mm. And it was all about injecting liquidity and debt into the system. Mm. And it goes straight to the bankers and the people at the top. It's about the fact that, hey, we're running out of chairs, musical chairs. We need to add some more musical chairs because the Ponzi scheme is about to collapse. Mm. So we keep this thing on the life machine and keep pumping it with drugs, in which case it's just, you know, things like stupid words like quantitative easing. What does that mean? It's debasing of the currency. So instead of having silver coins, you know what, you have copper coins, you put a bit of silver plating on top, pretend it's all okay. And it doesn't work. It's happened in history. Thousands of years, you know, this is common. The rich debase and devalue the currency to enrich themselves and rob us. And it ain't you. And it's just happening the same. They print billions and billions of pounds, dollars, trillions even, f- inflate it for themselves. And guess what? We're the ones who have to pay I for it. Care. And that inflation isn't because of Putin, no. isn't because of the gas, whatever. It's us. Yeah. We did it. Mm. And, it. and what it does, is it robs us of our wealth. Mm. So we're all struggling and we all just need to go to the supermarket. And it's like, what? Is that the bill? I, honestly, I just got cheese and eggs. <laughs> like, what is going on here? So a lot of people actually aren't even to question and do anything because they're too busy just trying worrying. to make meat, ends meet and worrying. And then the few that are able to manage okay, then they're being distracted by the war and the crisis. And you're right. There's very few people left who are, have the luxury of seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. And if they if they are in that position, they're actually just comfortable in their own place and don't give a damn like it's not affecting me so why does it bother me i mean it's it's kind of sad you know it is it's it's frustrating more than anything you know i remember at the beginning like like speaking to people like you know why aren't you speaking why aren't you saying something well it don't affect me right cool i can go on holiday i can do this i can you know it's gonna affect you in the long run whether you get it or not whether you understand it or not and i just think now with everything going on I, I think we need like another push I, I, I'd love for because this is one of the biggest things now. the the community community's changed yeah and we've been split you know so fractured people arguing amongst themselves people judging others not not, not trusting people when really we all we're, we've never been stronger <laughs> if if that makes sense, you know, even though we're so fractured, we're actually stronger than we've ever been. We have all the evidence on side, you know. Yeah, it's just about coming back together now and and maybe having another push at whatever it is that we were trying to do. You know, get people to understand, get people to recognise, get people to listen, and and we're not doing it anymore. And we should, you know, this in, this COVID inquiry there should be thousands of us outside that, thousands of us, but. Most people just don't care no more, or they've gone on to other things, or they're just getting on with their life. You know, I'm not, I'm not having a go. You know, everyone deserves to have a little bit of time out here and there. But you know, the the, the time we spent doing what we did, and to just now just sort of give up on it, I think, well, why do we even bother then? 
Now, if you still can't be bothered to try and get justice for what happened, what happened to you, what happened to whoever else, then why did you start in the first place? What was the point? You know, we've got to see this out to the end, the bitter end. Doesn't matter how long it takes, you know, even if it takes another decade, <laughs> whatever. You've got to keep going. Otherwise, we just give up and then what? They just get away with it. Come back again. I mean, they talk about pandemics, like they're going to be coming every freaking, you know, two, three years. And like, like the next pandemic. Like, no, no, no. I mean, for me, yeah, I'm going to keep fighting and speaking back. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I am comforted. Like the podcast has only been going on five, six months and the number of listeners and supporters keeps going up every week. And it's like, it's resonating. People are still interested. That's the thing. They might, might not necessarily be out there doing it, but people are still interested in the story of COVID. You know, I've even thought recently, I might write a book. <laughs> you know, I might actually do like the COVID diaries or something like that and tell it from my perspective, you know, what, what I saw. Because at the end of the day, you've got the truth and then you've got opinion. Yeah. And a lot of people will say what you say is opinion. Yeah. But, it's backed by fact. It's also backed by the fact that I lived it. You know, that I was, it weren't, I weren't just sitting there watching it. I lived it. So I know when someone's lying to me. I know when someone's playing me. I know when something isn't right. And a lot of people are still interested. That's what it is. They're still interested in, in the details behind what happened. You know, if I say to just average person, there was no virus, they can't get their head around it. Like literally can't get their head around it. And then it's breaking it down. It's showing people how this happened, how this happened. And it's like we were saying earlier, you know, when you can't have that debate, you can't have that conversation, then there's something clearly not right. So I've gone away from direct confrontation and just saying, there's no pandemic. Mm -hmm. I'd rather say things like, you know, do you know there was like no increased deaths in 2020 compared to any other year, but it did start rising in 2021. That's interesting, isn't it? People go, really? What do you mean by that? Like, seriously, in the middle of the pandemic, so-called pandemic, no more people are dying. No. Even those gra graphs and charts and everything, I don't know who, who made them or how they made them, but actually, it was the same. And they go, oh. And what you want to do is, like, leave little seeds of yeah, doubt, of questions. Mm. Make them go away and think about it. I mean, sometimes, you know, all I want to do is scream and go, shake wake it. the frack up and shake them. You know, but you need to, that doesn't really work. Mm. I mean... I want to do it. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You know, like the scene out of an airplane when he just like walks up to the woman, yeah. slapping her, it's just like a whole row of people. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. It's not right. It's not, not effective. And like same, like, you know, if people come back and go, oh, do you know what? Guess what? The whole thing was a scam. I, you know, I want to scream, I freaking told you. But, you know, I, I'm like, oh, wow, great. Yeah, you don't say. You don't say, <laughs> you can't say I told you so like no matter how much you want to I think there's a lot of people now who you know, if you was to sit down with them they would you know go you know what they yeah. might not necessarily know like I said the ins and outs of everything that happened but they will admit yeah but I think look the opportunity that COVID gives us it put, it lifts the stone and you can see all the creepy qualities <laughs> you're like ooh I didn't know they were all there so like COVID has exposed that we don't have a free press, yeah. that we don't have real journalism, that they are just propaganda. It shows us that we don't actually have democracy. Mm -hmm. We have a uni party system and the politicians don't represent us. They don't care about us. 
And actually, government is evil inherently. And actually, it's best not to be governed. Okay? We should all be sovereign. And, you know, you just I won't take any shit from you, but I'm not going to do you any harm. Exactly that, yeah. You know, it's as simple as that. Just live your life like that, and most of us will be just fine. I don't think you you have this innate hatred for any people or group. No, you want to be left alone, play with your lads, and you want to have a good time. Right? That's all you care about. But if someone took something from you or did something to you and your kid, I mean, there's a problem there. That That's what most people are like. Most people just want to get... I've said the older I get, the more I resonate with John Rambo. <laughs> you know, the guy just wants to be left alone. Just, leave me alone. <laughs> man, I say this all the time. I say, leave me the frack alone. Yeah. Just leave me alone. So that's another thing. Another thing that's lifted up and shown is that actually the things that institutions that we thought we could trust, the, the bodies that were meant to be looking after us, the MHRA... NHS, public health. Mm, no, no, they're captured. Yeah, bought and paid for. Yeah. They're bought and paid for. 100%. Right? You can't trust big pharma. No. They're, they're interested in the bottom line and profit. Well, this was the biggest... Not, not your health. This was the biggest thing for me anyway when it came to COVID. The three biggest liars on this planet, <laughs> the media, the government, and big pharma, these were the three that were telling you what the truth was. You know, and you've only got to look back at their records. You know, the mainstream media. Let's go back to Iraq War. Let's go back to you know um, Anfield. You know, two two examples there where they lied. They lied to the public. Yeah, barefaced lied to. Yeah, and then they got caught. So you know already that the mainstream media lie. Then you look at Big Pharma. You look at the court cases that the likes of Pfizer have dealt with. Again, court lying. Yeah. Then you look at the government. No, what they've done. All, all of them are liars, but yet you're now going to stand there and say, but I trust them this time. Like, no, no, they're, they're all right this time. Like, you've got to be an idiot. You've got to be, again, you're lying to yourself because you want to believe that everything's okay instead of actually addressing the facts of what's happening in the situation. And people are just too scared to own up to the truth now, you know? Especially if you've, you know, if you've, t I get why a lot of people don't want to talk about it or, or even even consider it or even think about it. If I knew I'd fucked up like bad to the point of where I might die from my decision, last thing I want to do then is start talking about it with everyone. Start shitting myself up because all of a sudden, oh, this person's dropped dead. This person's had an heart attack. You know, fucking uh, heart disease is through the roof. Cancers are through the roof. Yeah. The last thing you want to do then is sit there and go, shit, I could be next. So I get why people don't want to speak. But then at the same time, if that was me, I'd have a righteous anger now. Pardon what? I was lied to. I've been injected with something that I don't know what it is. Like, where's your anger now? Why are you now not calling for the heads of these people that have injected you with something? And your like, children, your loved ones. Just, it's, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get how people ain't banging on the doors now demanding to know what's going on. It's because they're scared. Oof. Right, dude, I'm getting hungry. Are you hungry? Yeah. Should we eat? Yeah. Right, whoa, 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 easy, slow down. Easy, you're off. Oh my God, you're off. Like, whoa, that was fast. You said food. Dude, slow down, man. What the hell? Right, listen. So listen, um, one one thing I need to say, like when, when we eat, you will be absolutely shocked at how much I can put away uh, me too like I know I'm five foot seven and you're probably thinking there's not much of me but it's my one meal of the day I can pack it away man yeah. just so in I'm case you think 
Oh my god, that's disgusting. <laughs> I'm just warning you right now. It's I I, I will be eating a, an obscene amount. Okay. All good. Right, so listen, um, what I want to ask you is, imagine you're 150, right? You've lived a great long life. You've mm. packed up that garbage drink that you're drinking. Mm. I'm being strict on you now, because yeah. I love you, man. Look, if you're going to be a freedom fighter, a warrior, you need to be fit and healthy. True. You can't be consuming their poison. True. I'm giving you a telling off pu- in public, because I love you. <laughs> I love you, brother. But listen, it's all their poisons. 100%. And the number one thing we need to do is stop taking the poisons we need to get fit and healthy all of everyone listening listen I'm, I'm going to be writing a book by the way Doc mm. Malik Simple Guide to Good Health right mm. the ultimate grifter right <laughs> but I want everyone listening to be fit and healthy I want them to live a long and healthy life I don't want them to live at 80 but spend 10 years in a nursing home pissing their pants and pooping in the bed I don't want them dribbling and drooling with Alzheimer's I don't want people getting heart attacks and cancers Stay out the system. And one of the ways we do that is stop consuming their yeah, garbage. Yeah. Whether it's their media, whether it's their food, whether it's the tap water, all of that nonsense. Anyway, look, so you're 150, you've given up that garbage today, mm-hmm. right? Um, what advice, health or otherwise, would you give to your loved ones, you know, your, your tribe, your family all around you? What would you say to them before you pass on? Jeez. Um, it's deep. Yeah. Just uh, the biggest thing is just not lie to yourself. I think that I think that is the, the key to success in anyone's life. You know, be happy in what you do, and don't lie. Just the two simplest things you can do. But what about the fact that if, if you lie, you get to keep your job, you get mm. to keep your salary. But if you don't lie, if if you tell the truth, you lose it all. Yeah. So why why? Because then it comes down to your heart, your consciousness. What you can, what you can live with, what you can do, and what you can live with. If you know what you're doing is wrong, but you can still do it, it's it's your consciousness. Whether or not you can live with that for the rest of your life, the problem is it's really hard. You know, if you're talking about keeping a job, keeping a roof over your head, being able to feed yourself, then I get why some people haven't. I get it. I get. I do. I get I, it. I get it's it blackmail, too. isn't it? It's, 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 it's blackmail. It's financial blackmail. You know? 100%. So I do get it, but it's what it costs you in the long run. Can you live with that? I think a lot of doctors have just... I'm seeing the toll that it's taking on them. Man, I'm telling you right now, I think the people who really know and are in a position that they could do something but choose not to, I see it. I went to a birthday party a few weeks ago. Someone turned 50, never met him before, orthopedic surgeon, wanted me to come along. Um, my wife said, you know, he's invited us. I've worked with him four years ago. He's not inviting me because of me. He's inviting you. Mm. When he came racing up to me, he went, you're a fucking legend. I went, thanks, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And he just started to run. All these people here, my birthday party, they don't know anything. I know all of this stuff. I know all of this stuff. It's all bullshit. Love your work. Love what you're doing. You're so brave. I'm not that brave. I'm not willing to lose it all. And dude, he he didn't look great. He might I'm only I'm almost fifty. But you know what? He did not look great. He Take, looked it's taking a toll on people. He's taking a toll. He's living a lie. Yeah. He looked like shit. He was not happy. We didn't even have a conversation. All he did was damn poor. And I left early. I said to my wife, I didn't come here for him to have a therapy session. <laughs> yeah. You know, seriously. Yeah, like, there was no, oh, I want to help you. Oh, this and that. Oh, tell me about what you're going through. Oh, I heard about your suspension. None of that. It was all just about him, him. 
downloading on me. I was like, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not here for that then. You know what? Go get, go see a therapist. Cause that's what he needs. Yeah. I swear to God, he needs a therapist. All these people living a lie. I know someone who's drinking heavily alcohol. Like they must know that, you know what? It's BS. And the problem is just if a few doctors had stood up and said, no way we are playing along with this, it would have all crumbled. hundred percent. But it, it didn't. So I'm going to wrap up now. Let's make some burgers. And um, I just want to thank my, my listeners. Seriously, I want to thank um, the beautiful, wonderful people out there. Um, I haven't prepared like the names of the recent subscribers. I feel really bad about that. Um, but I just want to say thank you. Um, Caroline Hogan, you just posted um, something on my subset. I just want to say thanks so much for that message. Um, Susan Robb, thanks for subscribing. And Andrea, um, God bless you. And hopefully more people will support me and I will then be, you know, uncountable and hope if that's a word, hopefully they won't kill me. Like, I never thought of that. Like, really? They're, they're like, look, but now actually, fracking anything's possible. But, yeah, I think we will win. We will win and we will prevail and there's an army of us and we're supported and some people aren't in a position to be public, but they're they're supporting people like you and me. Yeah. And that's it. So thank you to everyone who has been helping me and supporting me. I love you all so much. And I need to organize some kind of I want to organize something in the summer. I want to organize an event. And we have some we have like lots of barbecues, mm. meat mm. and me and my guests. We chat and we meet our tribe. How cool would that be? That'd be good, yeah. Definitely. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you all. Bye-bye.